she's so terrifying sounding. She's aggressive. She's aggressive. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Bridget. Yeah, I'm Lauren. I didn't know what else to do. It's it's morning. We're not we're not in our element. We don't know how to function at nine thirty in the morning. Mm -mm. We're not real adults. Mm -mm. Um, it which is weird because I wake up at like three in the morning to go to work often. So you'd think I'd be better at it at this Mm. point. That's still nighttime. Not really. That's still nighttime. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Lauren, what's been happening in your life? It's the holiday season, so I know your job's crazy. Yeah, it's been very busy, and I'm incredibly tired, and my body is starting to break down. It's like, hey, you need to do stuff today? Here's a massive stomach ache. I hope you die. And I'm like, oh, ha, 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 okay. Did you tell your body so that's I'm, not nice? Yes, I'm struggling, but, you know, I'm hustling, yeah. and that's good. The end. Hustle. Get that, that paper. That's all I got. Uh. <laughs> what, what about what about you, Bridget? What's what's going on in your life? Also working insane hours because you know holidays. Uh, at the movie theaters are a little crazy. Spider Man broke records. It's literally the number three, uh, opening weekend top grossing film of all time. So only behind Infinity War and Endgame. So that's kind of crazy that that happened in the pandemic, too. So it's been a little, you know, theaters are still short-staffed, but we did the number three opening of all time. So it's the poor team is feeling it. Uh, And then, you know, I've been really busy with that and life. I flew on a plane and was pretty okay with it. Yeah, therapy works. (laughs) Look at you. He did it. I did so it. It actually wasn't horrible. And we did have some bumps, not like anything big, but I was like, I'm, I'm feeling pretty okay. So that was nice. Now I just got to plan other trips and not wait like a year and let it build up again. True. Granted, the pandemic True. is what stopped me from flying again so quickly after 2019. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, understandable. No one wants to fly in a pandemic. No. This, makes sense. this one... Luckily, we flew, and I was just exhausted from work, so I fell asleep twice. So, the, you know, wearing a mask an entire flight does not bother me. Wearing a mask in general doesn't bother me. But it was almost a little nice, because I definitely, you know, when you're sleeping on a plane, you're just kind of like neck pillow and your head's up. So, it's, I have giant tonsils, so uh, sometimes I snore. <laughs> and so, head up. <laughs> twice I woke myself up on the plane because I snored a little bit, and I was like, I hope this mask is muffling at least a little bit of the weird snort noise I make. Because I normally wake myself up, make my, I normally wake myself up on the first snore because it's so loud and it jolts me and, you know, my giant tonsils touch each other. Why they never got removed, but they removed my adenoids, I'll never know. But uh, every time I get really bad allergies, they touch each other and I'm like, can we stop tonsil hugging? I said that the I had my tonsils was really taken out, out when I was a child. Yeah. But I also have a deviated septum, so mm-hmm. I still snore. It's just not as extreme. It's just less. I mean, I did find nose strips, though, and I keep help. forgetting to wear them. 
So maybe soon I'll try them out, but I keep forgetting that I have them, which is a problem. I wear those when my nose is stuffy. But I mean, like, they went in there and took out my adenoids, but they left the tonsils. Like, where's the logic in that? And every every ENT I go to, they're like, you still have your tonsils? They're really big. And I'm like, I am aware. And I don't know. They go, but you had your adenoids out. I said, yes, I did. I did. Mm -hmm. Yes, I did. And I had like six sets of ear tubes. So they're still there. My voice mm. cracked at a perfect moment for that. It, did. <sighs> it was it was almost like it was scripted. It was yeah, good. I know. It was good. It's good. It's the actor in me. Yeah. It just comes out. Good stuff. It was perfect, actually. Wow. 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 Lauren, have you gotten any Christmas presents in the mail from me? Uh yeah, I got me and Will's. I opened it. I probably wasn't supposed to. It's very, very freaking cute. Uh, I work so hard on that thing. It looks exactly like us, dude. It's so stinking cute. Uh, So Bridget made me and my husband Russian nesting dolls. So, like, the big one is him, then it's me, and then it's our two dogs inside of it. And it was such a joy to discover because I literally had no idea what you were sending me. So stinking cute. I love it. It's on our kitchen table, like on our little like, these are the cute things in our house thing. And it's just chilling there. I stared at y'all's Facebook pictures for so long (laughs) to try. And my mom was like, we should just mosh posh a real picture of their face that you can paint. I was like, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to paint their face. And so. Will was the easiest. I was like, Will. Well, he has no hair. It was so, like, he's going to listen to this. He's going to be mad. But Will was so easy. And then he was the first one I did. And everything else was so difficult. (laughs) Blending Hootie and Steve's colors was really hard. (laughs) Oh, I bet. They're very, very beige. They're very Very beige. beige And I didn't want him to, like, blend in with the wood because the wood was pretty beige. And I was like, no. So beige. But I'm glad you I was wondering it. who was going to be in the very, very inside, if it'd be Hootie or Steve. I was very glad it was Hootie. I was Hootie like, deserves to be baby. Hootie's the littlest, and well, maybe not in size, but he's the baby. So Steve, because Steve's yes, a diva, baby. and Steve deserves to he's be before Hootie. And <laughs> there does. was a lot of thought that went into the orders. <laughs> well, we, we love it. It's well, it's yeah. now a prized possession. Thank you for for staring at our pictures for hours. So long. It's very, very cute. I was like, if any of my friends get a hold of my phone, they're going to be really concerned. Because I was tired of going onto Facebook, so I was just screenshotting all y'all's photos. <laughs> and so there's like, <laughs> it's basically like a folder for my, I, ba- I moved it into a folder so that if anybody did get my phone, they wouldn't see it just automatically in my camera roll. But it was I was trying to be crafty with Christmas presents this year. And so it's just like looks like a stalker photo of y'all and your dogs because it's just a whole album of like different angles so I could figure out how to paint y'all. Uh well I have I've officially received all of the gifts that I got you. Um I'm still very disappointed in that one shirt that I bought. I like opened it and I was like, what is this? Because it doesn't look anything like what it looked online. <laughs> but 
whatever. But I did get you two shirts, and the other one is awesome. But I'm I'm, I'm still gonna give you the other one, even though it's hideous. You don't have to wear it. It'll I'm, go next to my little I'm Victoria very doll. <laughs> but just know that there was deep. Like I, and what makes me mad is I went between like three different shirts for <laughs> the same like idea of a shirt. And I was like, you know what? I'm, this is going to be the best one because it's, it's subtle. Well, apparently it's too subtle and it doesn't look like anything now. That's and I'm amazing. like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm pretty deeply upset about it. It's okay. <laughs> Maybe it looks better than I think it is. And I'm just. I don't know. Maybe I'm being weird, but well, I'm, I'm unhappy. Your your individual Christmas gift for me, not you and Will's, should arrive today. Hopefully, if mail goes smoothly, because I mailed it on today is Wednesday, so I mailed it on Monday. So today should be the two. Am I allowed to open it or should I wait until Christmas? Oh, open it. I hate waiting. I hate when people are like, no, you, it came in the mail. You have to wait till your birthday or whatever. I was like, no, it came in the mail today. I'm opening it today. <laughs> I felt so bad about opening the other one, <laughs> but I had already like sliced into it before I remembered, oh wait, this is for Christmas. Maybe I should wait. But I also knew you would probably have that like is it like that tea thing in there and I really yeah. liked that last year so I was like I need I want this I want my tea <laughs> so I'm open it anyway you know me so well I love that hot tea and so every year we make hot tea and tang is really hard to find right now and so I had to like buy these like it, gallon it jugs We've been of tang. forever yeah HEB's like, out Walmart's forever. out Sam's Club like nowhere so Amazon had, had one thing projects yeah. Projects, problems. Problems. I get it. I get early. it. It's early. Yeah, yeah it's early. <laughs> but yeah, that hot tea is like my fave. So that's what everybody gets every Christmas. Hot tea. Yeah. And the little it's recipe. This this week it was Kermit sipping tea. I mean, this year. Last year it was just a cup that like says spill the tea, sis. What if I got it next week? Well, with how much tang I accidentally, well, not accidentally, I did buy because it's all I could find. It's like those camp jugs of tang. And I have two of them. (laughs) It's the only tang I could find. And I was like, well, we're just going to have a lot of tang. (laughs) Might not have to buy more. Tang is the worst name for anything. I just always think about orangutan that was like in the 90s commercials. And you're like, tang. (gasps) Remember that? I forgot about that until you just like unlocked a core memory for me. It's right there. Yeah. 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 Oh no. I don't like it. I don't like <laughs> the the weird orangutan. Monkeys creep me out, so I'm not a fan. Yeah. Something about monkeys. Pretty Ever since scary. I was a kid when I learned that they could rip your face off, I was like, you know what? You can have every anything you want, monkeys. I'm out of here. Tarzan really affected me as a child. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to mess with the gorillas. <laughs> We're I just going to not do it. I did a project on Diane Fossey in fifth grade for like our biography day. And she was a big savior of the gorillas. But she was killed by poachers with like a machete to the face while she was sleeping. Because she stopped them from like attacking the gorillas. And, and so I deep, deep-seated 
fears what? on multiple levels from fifth grade biography day project. She had a gorilla oh, no. named Digit because he was missing a finger because a poacher took his finger. I, uh... we, we also did that project in fifth grade, but I did Rasputin because I'm a weird child. My teacher didn't let me do my book report because it was too graphic. Because she, she asked me, she was like, hey, what are you going to do? And I had gotten, like, an adult's book about Rasputin, read the whole thing. So, like, about and wrote this crazy sex paper. adventures and everything? Yes. And I came to school dressed as Rasputin. If I can find the picture. With, like, I the will- beard and everything. Yeah. And, like, fur coats. And keep in mind that I had just moved to texas like everybody's like so this was a new class and i come to school in a full beard and a fur coat ready to give this biography and my teacher's like i'm gonna give you an a because this was very well researched but i can't let you read this i want parental complaints what and then i told my mom and she was like but you work so hard i don't understand and so she went to talk to the teacher and i looked i told my dad and he just high-fived me because he's like hey you don't have to do it now and i was like sure. <laughs> yeah. it was, it was oh good oh my gosh i you have to find that photo so we can post it on the instagram and be like have you have you lauren's biography day project on rasputin i'll ask my mom if she still has it she has like Oh, it's like a, I think it's like a hard copy picture, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is, she's got it somewhere, but it's a, yep. Didn't get to give my book report. It was sad. But and did it, you he, did you learn the dance? I did not learn the dance. Um, I did make a fake ice pick <laughs> to bring with me. <laughs> because I was like, he was stabbed 17 times in the back. <laughs> Lauren, this is like my favorite thing ever. And I was a teacher and my fifth grader came in like that. I feel like, you're my favorite kid. I don't know. I'm not supposed to play favorites, but it's you. <laughs> like, I was, I seriously only lived here for like maybe a month and a half. It was one of the first oh projects gosh, I did. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. Everybody goes home and was like, what is cholera what is syphilis but you know i like to think i made a really good impression um i did make a lot of friends after that it was good yeah i mean that was at the height of the anastasia obsession we all knew who rasputin was and i also went to school my first day here in a tie because i was really into avril lavigne so everyone thought i was a bitch anyway so i was like you know what i gotta prove them wrong i gotta dress like rasputin so it's very punk rock of you to be rasputin yeah, anyway I, Av- I thought so avril would be so proud of you avril should be proud of fifth grade lauren she avril should. lavigne if you're listening to this <laughs> which you well i don't know she could be a little kawaii who who knows me she is. Do you not remember that weird Hello Kitty music video? I do. I don't remember the song. I just remember being Hello like, Hello Kitty. Oh, That's all I remember. Uh, about once a year, I rewatch that music video just because I can't look away. And I have to go look no. at it again and be like, why? Don't do that. Once a year, it just happens. It pops into my mind. Like, I'll probably watch it today because I brought it up and I have to look at it again. It's sorry, I got cold. I thought that was a cringe at the music video. <laughs> no, I live in a I live in a very old house, and 
because of that, it's not very well insulated. So it's freezing anytime mm. it's just slightly cold outside. So yeah. I'm, I'm cold. That's normally my room, which you can't see because I have a background on. But I, it used to be a garage. And then we turned it, it closed it in when I was, I guess, a year before or a year after my brother was born. And so, uh, yeah, also insulation. I sleep with a heated blanket when it gets cold because this room is freezing at night. But it's my favorite thing the worst part though it attracts all the cats <laughs> so i'll wake up and they're all on me because they're like the heated blanket's on and i'm like get off me <laughs> i love sleeping in the cold like i want it to be freezing because i also sleep with like eight blankets that's exactly and what i, I want to do yeah warm, so i can just like snugs oh, feels like a human heater it's great he is a heated blanket i had a heated blanket but it broke and Mine broke, and so every time it breaks every Christmas, I'm like, I need a new heated blanket, please. And my parents got me the one that is the exact same print, exact same make and everything, and I was like, yes, thank you. <laughs> I was like, because it was it. my favorite. I used it all the time in San Antonio because it was an old apartment, and I didn't turn my heater on. Me and Peggy just chilled under that heated blanket. Because like you said, I like it cold, and I like to bundle up in the blankets, and, you know, I sleep better. And occasionally it's I stick one foot out. That. Yeah. Yeah. When you get a little too hot, you just kind of dip your knee out of the blanket and then you pull it back and in. And your body you regulates. And then when you're good, mm -hmm. swoop, back mm -hmm. in. Yeah. That's good. That's good stuff. Look at this. Look at this. I get it. You get, get it. it. You get it. I get it. You get it. Yeah. So the only other thing <sighs> you know happening in my life. It? Who? Oh, I was going to say go. Alphonse Elric gets it. But... I'm really emotional about Alphonse. You know, he just takes his whole foot off instead of sticking it out from under the blanket. <laughs> I'm sorry. Tell me what else is going on in your life and then we will go into I'm going to shamelessly use this podcast to promote that I am looking for a roommate. <laughs> <laughs> you want to meet someone on our freaking podcast? Yeah. What if we don't know them? I, and they're if, just like, if you're trustworthy, you're nice, uh, you want to move to Buda, uh, rent for each person will be like eight fifty. It's great. Uh, it's a big thousand If you're a stranger, foot. Lauren requires that you give her some character references so I yeah. can make sure Bridget's not moving in with a murderer. Yeah, Please. yeah, that too. Also, you gotta like a cat, Peggy. I'd show you her. She's majestically standing above me looking out the window. Uh, she's real cool. I like her. She likes Lauren. She likes Good Lauren's cat. soup. She likes Lauren's soup She's, a lot. She loves my she would, soup. She would just put a paw on Lauren's soup. Like, I'm not going to steal it, but I want you to know I can touch your soup. <laughs> I was like, what is yeah. she doing? She wants to know that it came from her house. Yeah, and it may be coming home with me, but she was there when it was she made. She kept saying, my terms. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, and so I didn't I care. I ate it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I need a roommate. I make good soup. Uh, she does make good soup. It's like Can't a thousand concern. foot square apartment, new appliances. Like we bedrooms would be on opposite sides of the apartment, so we could like never see each other. Potentially, you get two bed, two bathrooms. Like it's super nice. Second floor for safety. Mm. Carpet, so we don't be too loud, but it also keeps you a little, your toes a little warm in this winter. You know. So, if you're listening, I need roommate. And if you don't fit the qualifications, but your friend does, tell your friend to reach out. Gatewayanimepodcast at gmail.com. Use subject line roommate. 
<laughs> I would do it, but you know, I already have one. I'm sorry. Well, he can just move here too. It's a little far from work. Um, we got HEBs. We got a new one that just opened up. I just got used to my HEB. Also, my boss is leaving again, so I will be on my sixth op director in less than two years, which is that's rough. Great. I'm so tired of making a first impression. I just want to make a bad impression. I could be like, you're going to leave, you're gonna leave you know in three I mean? months anyway. So you need to tell them. Right? I'm just going to be a jerk. Just watch that matter. be the one that's big. <laughs> I know. You, you go, this doesn't matter. You're leaving in three months. What? Yeah, but then you tell Ooh. someone that and then they would stick it to you and stay long. Yeah, I don't. I don't need that evil in my life. No, no, no. Not that my boss is evil. I am going to miss him. I think. I don't know. He, he's still pretty fresh, so it's like. Uh... So my apartment, like leasing manager that I, I say my apartment. I don't live there yet, but the leasing manager that I've gone and she's given me tours and stuff is a huge mm. weeb. Uh, so there's a, like a theater at the apartment in the clubhouse, like really nice reclining seats, big screen TV and stuff. And she goes, yeah, I've been hosting anime nights in here cause I got all the seasons of Dragon Ball Z. And I was like, tell me more. So we started talking and I was like, I do a podcast and I'm watching Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. She goes, where are you at? I was like, I just got to the part where Alphonse is starting to lose consciousness. She goes, ooh. And I was like, yeah, I'm in the I'm in the home stretch and it's really emotional. She goes, I just really feel for you right now. And I was like, thank you. And so That's what everyone has told me. They're all just like, every time I'm like, yeah, there's 12 episodes left. They all just make this face. Yeah. And I'm like, what does that mean? I know. Everybody, what does that mean? Everybody's like, just brace yourself. I was like, how? There's 12 episodes left. I'm but making if- a prediction. Okay. Right now. Are you ready? Yeah. I think once they kill Father, Hohenheim will also die. Obviously. That makes sense. Because they're tied, because, aren't they? Yeah. So I think once they can release those, or maybe he'll die and then like release the souls and then Hohenheim will be like, I want to release my souls too. Like it's time. And then they have to kill him or whatever. I know. I think that's a thing. I feel it in my bones. But then he can go be with Trisha. Yeah. It'll be happy, but sad. Happy, sad. Happy, sad. Be had. Be had. But yeah. Okay, well, my apartment leasing manager now, hopefully, will leasing, not my apartment, but she, I gave her our card. She's like, I'm not supposed to, like, exchange info, and I was like, this card fell on the floor, and you just happened to pick it up, and here you go, and my phone number's on there, and so she, um, likes cons and dressing up. She wanted to go to San Japan, uh, so I was like, you really just need to be friends with us, (laughs) And I, she lives with her boyfriend. I was like, you can still date him, but you should just live with me instead. <laughs> Move out from him and come with me. Yeah, I'll be fine. I'll yeah, be fine. it'll be fine. Y'all can still date. It's fine. And she has a cat, and Next the cat's time. name is Nimbus, because that's what Goku writes on, she told me. And I was like, that's cute. I really love a girl who's into Dragon Ball Z. Guys who are into Dragon Ball Z, no offense, but you guys are mostly just so toxic. The girls who are into Dragon also, Ball Z are wonderful. Yeah. It, it is. 
It is. It's like, it's a Zodiac thing. If you're a girl and you like Dragon Ball Z, it's great. Yeah. If you're born, you like Dragon Ball Z. Okay. <laughs> she was writing out all the prices and different floor plans. And the one I wanted, she wrote in green. She goes, green, like Piccolo. It was writing it. Ah, Piccolo is my favorite. So um, she's the best. I actually, told her- Krillin is my favorite. And I get so much crap for that. But people don't give Krillin enough credit. He is the only human amongst Super Saiyans. Is he the okay? short one? Like, yeah, he's the bald one. Okay. Well, Lauren, Little let's, tiny bald dude. let's be real. You have a thing for bald men. Okay, but you don't have to attack me like that, okay? We just <laughs> got over the Venom scenario. I don't need this again. Okay? When you... Which I also passed on to Dana because she is obsessed with Venom, and she loves Sukuna from Jujutsu Kaisen. It is basically like a greedling situation. Um, so she loves you. it now? That's and, well, she she has loved Sukuna, and I was talking to her the other day. I'm like, "Do you ever think that you love Sukuna because he's Venom?" And she was just like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "I'm it's, sorry." It's I like that "How I Met Your Mother" episode where the glass shatters and you yes. break it. <laughs> yes, that's exactly how it feels. I hate it, but I love it. You're welcome. All right, we we need we to should talk get about it. Yeah, show. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so we watched episodes 49, 50, 51, 52, which is filial affection, which mm-hmm. I did my English homework to figure out all the definitions of that. Uh, upheaval mm-hmm. and Central, mm-hmm. The Immortal Legion, and Combined Strength. Um, this is like a four-part episode arc anyway. Yeah. Thanks, Lauren. It's like a movie. It is. I don't know how I did this. I really don't. I I'm impressed with myself. Yeah, it also was... gives me. I don't. I think that I feel good about how I broke up everything else. Now I'm not yeah. done breaking up everything else. I need to be because we only have twelve episodes left. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you broke it up really well, and I mean, I don't have too many notes on all of these episodes because it's a lot of just painstakingly watching people yeah. fight and being like, "Are they okay?" <laughs> I don't have a whole lot of notes either, so <laughs> it's good. It was just, it's and just I have, like an emotional journey on these four episodes of like, please don't die. Everything is so frustrating in these episodes because like they're just on the precipice of so much. I you know. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And because uh, it wanna, is like, the promise day me, now. Like, I just need to be a part of it that I can't be because, you know, I'm a real person yeah. and this isn't real. All four I of these it. episodes happen in one day, don't they? Because it's all the promise day. They do. They do all happen in un day. Un day. Oh, gosh. Okay. Day. Well, so we're starting with episode 49, Filial Affection. Lauren, do you have a Netflix summary? And then I'll get into my English literature breakdown. I do. Uh, It's with father's help, Al takes incredible steps to contain the monster's pride. As the sun begins to rise on the promised day, the youngest Ulrich listens while the homunculus ponders his very human mother. Okay, well, that was a very weird. Yeah, like, yes, that is what the episode's about, but you like bullet pointed the entire episode kind of weird. Uh, so I was like, what is, what is filial? I know it's probably family because it sounds similar in Latin based. Normally if things sound similar, they are. Uh, so definition of filial, it's an adjective. 
I just burped and it sounded really gross. Uh, of or do from a son or daughter. A display of filial affection was the example. And I was like, thanks. That's the episode title. Uh, for biology, it's denoting the generation or generations after the parental generation. Synonyms, dutiful, devoted, loyal, faithful, compliant, respectful, dedicated. Um, and so it also broke down for like filial piety is the Confucian virtue of honoring the elders in your family. It's uh, typically with Chinese, Buddhist, and Taoist ethics. Uh, virtue of respect for one's parents, elders, and ancestors. So basically it's parental respect. Uh, so it's it makes sense that Ho was like the parental respecting Al. And then Ed yeah. respecting Ho's. I don't know. It was just a big, big emotional family thing in the end of this episode. So much crap. So much crap with the Elrics, man. They. <laughs> I know. I just want to strangle them, but I don't at the it's same time. It's a lot of trauma. But anyway, I don't have any voice actors for this. I did write down Brosh's little sister's name, but she doesn't have a name. It's just Brosh's little sister. So I was like, I'm not writing down your voice actor. That's too much. I, I don't need to do this to myself. Yeah. That's a lot. What was that? My body might be dying again. Oh, okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, un momento, por favor. We're gonna... Got it. Hi everyone. It's a new day. It's a, and new, a new me. Dawn. It's a new day. It's a new life. And I'm feeling yeah. good. Lauren is now. Um, I'm not dead. Uh, I can't really Yay. say that I feel good, but I don't feel dead. And I so feel that's alive. Ban it. Ban it. So <laughs> oh, I should change my name so I'm not a podcast. You don't want to be Gateway Anime Podcast? I'm gonna, I'm gonna just. Oh gosh, I can't spell my own name. I will say I am a little offended because when I started this meeting, when you got on, it kicked me off, and I was like, "Rude." Oh, see, I got on and nobody was here, so I ended it and <laughs> rebooted because I was like, "What? I can't see anyone." Oh yeah, but so Lauren's alive. So if you're listening to the beginning intro of our podcast. That was yesterday morning, and now yes. it's the 23rd evening. Uh, so Thursday. I think we're gonna yeah. also. I want to make a decision for us right now. We're gonna release our podcasts on Fridays now instead of Thursdays because Thursdays are just weird that we do that. And it's just because I did it one day and I was like, I guess our days are Thursday. But that one extra day in the week does make a difference for uploading. Okay. Well, hey, welcome to Gateway Anime. We post every Friday. Friday! Every Friday. I gotta go see if I have that in the descriptions anywhere. I don't think I do. I don't think so. Alright, well, well, we'll spare you our, our banter. banter. We did it before we came on. And, and we'll jump right back into episode 49, Filial Affection. And we won't go over Bridget was the about definition to... of filial anymore, because you heard that. Instead, uh, Bridget's going to go into a description of the episode, and I'm going to make a lot of smart butt comments. Let's go, Let go! Let go! Okay, 
I needed so long. <laughs> I, I just was going until you failed, so I just held it. Yeah. And then you held, and I was like, here we go. Well, you were holding, and I was like, I got hold. But then I ran out of breath because I wasn't expecting to go that long. Because it's, like, oh, it's no. a banded okay. choir person. You're just looking at the person next to you like, when do I cut off? When do I cut off? When do I, I cut off? Anyway. Oh, can't. Okay, here we go. We start our beginning of it's po well they're still fighting pride in the forest and greedling is on their side and ho is there and ho is trying to wake up owl uh and it's it's owl is like kind of like floating in this abyss it looks kind of scary i feel really bad i'm really sad about this this poor kid uh and i will get more into that emotion later Meanwhile, Pride can sniff out Ho because, you know, he ate gluttony. So now he has gluttony's power. Um, and he's trying to slice up Ed. And I wrote, he's a complete brat. <laughs> That's to Pride. Yeah. He is. His, <laughs> his name is Pride for a reason. He's being really a brat. Um, he's also, like, a child. So there's that. Exactly. Even, he's, like, the world's oldest child. But he's the world's child. oldest, brattiest child. With yeah. demon red eyes, if you can't tell over there. In oh mommy God. issues, in the corner. apparently. Yeah. Major oh, I didn't even issues. notice he was in that picture. <laughs> Not gonna lie. It's I the got, first time I saw that. I got the team here. Got the team. Can't really see Ed. Sorry, it. Ed. That's okay. He's Sorry, pretty Ed. short. It's He's easy to hide. Yeah, he's, he's his shortness isn't helping. Um, My favorite little quote here is, Ed goes to help Lon Fawn, and she goes, I didn't ask for your help, but he goes, oh, shut up. There's a lot of Ed like, saying, oh, shut up, in these four episodes. I really enjoy just how Ed doesn't care who he's talking to. Yeah. He's just going to be Ed. Oh, shut up. And I'm like, oh, you know up. what? I, I like that you're a rude little butthead. Like, yeah. it, it's good for me. Rude little butthead with a good heart. You know? Yeah. We, we stand. Um, he's just blunt. So Alphonse is traveling back from the beyond to the suit, and I just wrote this poor guy, and Al thinks it's all his fault because he was captured, and that everything is a mess because of him, and I just wrote, no, BB, no. He doesn't realize that everything is happening to him and not because of <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah, he's really a victim, babe. He, no. He's the biggest victim of this entire show. Babe, this you lost your child. body because your dad abandoned I, you. Huh, no. Not, is it because, I yeah. think it's because so her going, mom moving, died. moving on past <laughs> that subject right there. <laughs> Which is blowing that one uh, under that rug. Um, so okay, that's a deeper conversation for another day. <laughs> there's some daddy issues to unpack there for me and it's him. Fine. Um, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's all it's fine. fine. It's fine. Um, it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> It's so great. When everyone tells you it's fine, but it's, it's not fine. fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You just keep saying it until you cry. Uh, anyway, it's like Ross on that episode of Friends where he's drinking margaritas. He's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Oh, I hate drunk Ross. I hate Ross. I think Ross is abusive. I'll I really, get into that later. I really don't it's like fine. Friends, but you know. Oh, perfect. I grew up in the 90s, so culturally it's stuck yeah. in me. Um. So, Greedling and Ed are fighting, and I love, they just both got, like, pummeled, and you hear Greedling yell, are you still breathing over there? Or just very faintly in the background, you hear Ed yell, does wheezing count? <laughs> <laughs> and I just wrote, me while working out. <laughs> Honestly, though. For real. I had to get an inhaler, because uh, I didn't realize how bad my, like, I knew I had asthma, because I have allergies, but then, uh, you know, when working out. 
then you realize how bad your asthma actually is. When you're trying to like sprint on a treadmill, you're like, what's happening? My lungs are collapsing. Um, That's sweet it's, child. It's fun. Uh, so my next, my next bullet point, pride is really putting a whooping on Ed and Greed. So that's most of this episode right now. Yeah. Like we said earlier, yeah. like our notes are kind of short because it's a lot of fighting and fast moving things. And it, we're really setting up for the finale of the show. And that scares me. Um, so Ho and Al have a plan. Ho distracts and Al sneaks up from behind to, uh, so for pride. <laughs> Boopies. Um, Al gets captured and Ho stops Ed from coming after him. And Ed kind of like obeys, like, Ho does the mom arm thing and stops him. Uh, and then Ho uses this, like, we finally get to see him do some amazing alchemy. And just, like, the earth just turns into a cocoon and traps Pride in there. But Al is in there with him. Um, it's completely dark, so Pride can't use his powers. And then Al's like, hey, this is a test of endurance. Uh, his body doesn't need oxygen, food, or water. But since Pride is in a vessel... Kind of like, you know, what the original homunculus was. Uh, he does need, Salim's body does need those things. Um, Ed is mad that Al came up with his plan and wouldn't let Ed interfere. But with Pride Trapped, you know, that's a huge blow to their Promise Day plans. Because it's about, it's the Promise Day now, so. It also sucks that Al can't help them, though. Because that's also a pretty big blow. Yeah, because he's the level-headed one that, like, partners with Ed. And as we saw in the fourth episode of this episode, uh, he's a very gifted alchemist. Yeah. I'm, whatever. I'm mad. We'll talk about it when we get there. Uh, okay, fine. yeah. Oh, I'm that's fine. great. Great. It, I'm fine. Um, I'm writing that down. I'm fine. That's going to be the episode <laughs> title. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Everything We're is fine. fine. I'm fine. Everything is um, fine. So, because so many homunculi have been taken out, Greed plans on trying to overthrow Sloth and Father. Because Greed kind of runs off on his own. Uh, Scar is looking for Kanima, uh, which is a city. And they also yeah. learn that Mei Chang didn't go back to Xing. Because she's a little dingus who listened to Envy. <sighs> uh, I'm so mad at her. I know! I'm so mad at her. But she also is 11, so I guess I can I guess I guess you can get dummies. tricked in, but come on. But, like... Bro, you're you're a very gifted eleven year old who right? traveled across like a continent to get. She seems like she's like, so honor smart. For your and family. then she does. Like, come on, man. All right, I, move on. I know. I'm Mulan. I'm sorry. You know what? Dishonor <laughs> you on you. I mean. Dishonor on your cow. Dishonor on your cow. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, they also learn about Bradley's train being blown up. Which we all when we is can, he coming back? Yeah, like we all can agree that Bradley's not dead, right? Yeah, like no, no body, no death. Uh, especially with the homunculus. Um, so then we pan over to a hallway filled with dead Ishvalan people, and those were all of like Scar's secret army men that we had just seen, and it was really sad. But I just had a really weird epiphany. I'm so sorry. I don't what? know if you did. You you watch Steven Universe, right? Uh, I've only seen bits. I know it's a lot of the songs. Okay, so in Steven Universe, the Crystal Gems, mm -hmm. whenever they get, like, horribly injured, mm -hmm. they revert back into their gem form. Oh, okay. Kind of like the homunculi with their uh, oh. philosopher's stones. And now I'm just like, what if homunculi are just 
crystal gems. That is what the stone evil versions. Says we are homunculi. We're here to kill your brother. So we're going to have a really child spinoff of Full Metal Musical. Uh, uh, I'm so sorry. That'd be fun. Continue. Uh, so then we realize it's Kimberly. <laughs> Stupid Kimberly's back and he's killing all these people. Um, we pan back to the Earth cocoon. Al is lecturing Pride over underestimating humans. I don't know what else to call it. All my notes. Why are you calling it that? All my notes say Earth cocoon or Earth trap. I'm like that laugh was very involuntary. I'm so sorry. Just like I mean, it's the best. It's an Earth cocoon. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. An Earth bubble. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, man. Sure. Like, yeah. Um, so then, you know, we get Salim telling a story about his mommy issues. How Rath's wife jumped in front of a car to save Salim, air quotes, Salim. Uh, he says he knew what it was like to have a father, but never to have a mother until her. So he does kind of have a soft spot, which I feel like Rath will also. And it's going to be which a pretty big me- one for him happy because I want him to have a soft spot because that just makes him such a more well-rounded character and I'm not okay I know I'm notoriously a lover of villains and you know what I don't care Bradley's like probably one of my top characters in this whole show but like just it's so nice to have such a flawed character that has such a human weakness, you know what I mean? I mean, Bradley Especially didn't choose so this life. Yeah, like, he this, this life it was, was thrusted on, on him. him, yeah. It was like, you're gonna do this or you're gonna die, pretty exactly. much. Exactly, and, and so he survived and did this because he lived. Yeah. It's, he was nurtured to be this way. I'm I think, sorry, I'm not I think gonna be a Bradley apologist. I think he's but, gonna die for all the killing he's done, but I would love yes. to see a redemption arc before he sacrifices himself. I just to want save him to be better. able to, you know. I just want him to be able to tell his wife that he loves her before he dies. I need like That's all I want. I need like a Draco Malfoy storyline for him. I hate Draco Malfoy. Okay, he's the one he, villain I don't apologize for. But he had <laughs> he a good like it. little redemption arc of it. I mean, his parents are the one who thrusted him yeah, into that world. Yeah, it totally was done to him. Yeah. So it's it's whatever. But I I really need Bradley to love his wife. That's that's all I need. I need I it. really love Mrs. Bradley and all that we see in the next few episodes. Um, <sighs> Me too. What a boss. Yeah. <sighs> She's cool. Um so what's Scar fudge? Hold what, on. What's that noise? Something from my bathroom? I'm gonna pause. So Lauren, Lauren had a monster in her toilet. <laughs> that I sounded did, weird. Uh, I couldn't find it, but there was definitely something crazy going on with my toilet. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I do IBS, maybe that's a thing. It, it is like revolting against what is, me. What is that movie, Basket Case? Like the weird brother that lives in the basket and he's in the toilet at one part of the movie? That's what That's what's in your toilet. What the heck? If you don't no watch that movie, no. <laughs> I've I've played it a few times at work, so I'll just I'll show you what it is. I, I it's weird. Joe Bob hosted it one time at work, and it's it's interesting. Joe Bob breaks, okay. yeah. you know, cheesy horror yeah. stuff kind of thing. It's eighties, I think. It's weird. It's weird. 
It, I'll send you a gif of it later because it's really creepy. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's like creepy in a cheesy way because it's not, it's like practical monster effects that are like, it's like a talking mutilated human blob thing. Anyway, uh, so, uh, <laughs> panning over, scan, scan, scar, the chimera, Ed and Dr. Marco are all reunited and they all trust Ed and the team and hate Kimberly. Um, so they're they're all meeting together in the forest again because Marco and Scar and all of them were traveling. Uh, then the quote I have is, Al is doing everything to keep us safe. The rest of it, it's up to us. The sun has risen. The promised day has begun. Begun. Uh, Epic music outro. It was a great moment for Ed. Yeah. So yeah, that was us. That was us so singing good. the outro, <laughs> like the, where the if guitar starts going. We're so incredibly gifted. <laughs> I, I know we were in band it's and like choir. Look at us. It's like you're in the episode right now. <laughs> we're aware. All right, all right. That's why we do this because we're just so talented. Lauren, oh, say, wait, I have fun facts. Wait, Lauren, say the sun has risen. The promised day has begun, and I'm going to do the guitar. The sun has risen. Oh my gosh. Oh. Okay, wait. I have some after credit stuff. So our little after credit bit. Uh, I forgot. This is important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> these after credits get really brutal. And I'm just like desperately writing like, I don't know what's happening in the next episode. <laughs> Uh, so we see this sweet little blonde family. I don't really know who they were until the next episode started. Uh, it's a solar eclipse. The older brother is Denny. There's a building on fire. It's Mustang and his crew in combat. Uh, Central says to attack, even though they have the Fuhrer's wife as a hostage. They only want Mustang alive. So they're showing that her that they're betraying them, uh, without hurting her. Um, but... There, where, did, where did I go? Everyone else is expendable. Um, but then there's a gunshot and it cuts away. And I was like, who's shot? Oh no. Uh, in the preview, it's not Mustang or Bradley's wife. And then the ominous quote. It's not Alabama. It's my brother. It's Actually, Alabama. I should answer that. I'm so sorry. A pause. I'm so sorry. Pause! Hi again. We're sorry. back. My brother called because he wanted to know if I wanted to go sing karaoke with him. And I was like, sing oh, I should answer that. What if he's dying? He wasn't. Um, yeah. And I'm not going. So there you go. It's, it's Lawrence, <laughs> not karaoke. Okay. The last quote. But if we my were, ominous quote. You would, of course. I, I've i watched you cry not singing karaoke. Um, Thank you. At your own bachelorette party. <laughs> um... So the quote, the ominous quote in the after credits, the weak shall lie down and surrender while the strong trample over the bo their bodies. This is the simple fact of war. And I was sitting in the, in, on my couch like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> the, what does that mean? Uh, what? what? Like, <laughs> please don't die. Uh, so that was my reaction to that. Lauren, take it away with fun facts because that left us on a sad, scary note. So, the best of the fun facts, which I'm going to start with, is that that 
post credit scene when it aired in America, Adult Swim cut it out for no reason. There was why? No why did they keep no doing that? They didn't realize that it like it went straight from there into the next episode. Yeah, like it doesn't repeat it in the next there. episode. So whoever was responsible for checking that dub just oh didn't gosh. watch it. So they didn't know. But this has happened like two times now. Yeah, and then they open up. Well, the other two times they cut it because of graphic nature. Oh, that's or true. Or for time yeah, constraints. Yeah. This they just cut because they didn't realize it was there. What a genius! And then the next episode opens up immediately after that scene with yeah. a recap, and everyone was like, "What? What? What happened? Going, <laughs> like, what's going? How on? did we get here? Who had what? Yeah." That's so, I'm sure up. someone was fired, but that's that's the most fun fact. Or they the were definitely taken is... off their editing job, for sure. <laughs> right? The only Golly. other one I have is that, this is from chapter 88, the understanding between father and son, and chapter 89, the soldier's return. Yeah. I will never catch up to us, by the way, because the show is just barreling through, and I just got to well, the yeah. second book of the manga, and I'm like, eh. 12 episodes left. Stop. So... Anyway, stop. I'm very Okay, so now we get to episode 50, Upheaval in Central. Lauren, take it away. Mustang leads a ragtag assault force of hardy northern troops and welcome faces from the past against Central's defenses. Victory seems certain until the military's most horrifying secret is revealed. I don't like how spoilery that was. It didn't uh, like you don't s- like how spoilery any of these are, because they're awful. These are the worst summaries ever. <laughs> like, it didn't fact. fully spoil it, but it definitely, like, there was, like, one or two surprise moments in this episode where I was like, ah! Like, you know, from Lucille from Arrested Development, when she's like, that was me. I have never watched Arrested Development. Excuse I've watched maybe one me? season. I wasn't really into it. They're all horrible. So. No, 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 no. The original ones were great. When they got to Netflix, then they got horrible. No, all of the people are horrible. Oh, it. yeah, that's why they're funny. And I have a really hard time <laughs> watching things if I don't at least have one person that here's, I like as a person. Here's like, 20 bucks. No Go see a Star War. Hey, the kids are not horrible. The whole absolutely horrible one kid is not, not horrible um, oh my gosh it's so funny though lauren yeah whatever I'll, there's I'll always money in the banana stand okay, but anyway. i could literally just watch so much anime instead like <laughs> so much oh my so gosh much. i have a new episode no i don't not until tomorrow i've been rereading what? i've been rereading um my hero the big fight not not the most recent big fight, but the the original big fight when they all end up in the hospital. <laughs> but what are you what are you staring at, Lauren? I don't like, like this crazy yell. I'm so sorry. You're making me My, feel I like I'm in ghetto, a scary y'all. movie. No, it's fine. I'm not dying. I am inside of the locked apartment. Literally, literally, your apartment looks like the setting of the movie Host that came on oh, Shutter. Shut your mouth. That came on Do Shutter in the beginning of pandemic. That while we are on a Zoom call, uh-uh, I know that movie is scary. Stop I know it me. is. And when you went to the bathroom and slowly creeped in and slowly backed out, I was like. I'm gonna watch Lori get sucked away by a force. Are you hearing it? 
I don't want to hear it. No, I think it's just my neighbors. Looky, looky, well. I can't tell. It sounds like one of my neighbors. They're probably watching it like a, I don't know, a, a game or something. A sports game. Anyway. Okay, anyway. well, let's talk about unhappier, happier things. Because um, <laughs> that's this episode right now. So Mustang and his crew expected this, and they just wanted to show Bradley's wife, like, the true, like, heart behind the army. Um, they had people in the rafters to shoot down the guards, not kill them, just injure them. Uh, and then Bradley's wife asks the country if the country has betrayed Bradley or if he's chosen to betray her. And Mustang doesn't know and says they'll protect her life so he can t- she can tell the whole country they were only ever on her side. And I was like, what a great tactic. Also true, and what a great tactic. Honestly, they are. Though. He's, yeah. a, he's a smart little cookie. He's a smart little Mustang. cookie. That Chris love... Mustang. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I hate it. I'm so sorry. I hate it. I'm so sorry. Uh, so now there's like a whole battalion after Mustang. Um, so far, there are 59 men injured and zero casualties. And so the military's like, what? 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 How is that happening? Why aren't they killing anyone? And Mustang and them are making sure that they don't kill anyone. So as that's being reported, Lady Olivier Armstrong says the other guys, or what the other guys' men, oh, like the other guys, I should have put an apostrophe, the other guys' men uh, are a joke and that her command would be better. And she's explaining why the Briggs soldiers are great, that she doesn't have to tell them what to do. They are great soldiers and they know the right thing to do, which, you know, uh, we're about to see. She says the Briggs men are the survival of the fittest. And then cuts over to you see Briggs men are in Central and are ready to attack and leave no prisoners. Buccaneer and the team just look absolutely amazing when they appear and just start, you know, wrecking shop. Uh, like love the north um they hid the entire battalion in the armstrong mansion and when Mustang said that a few episodes ago you know uh, we knew it yeah i really thought i really thought it was gonna be the ishbalan soldiers i don't know why so did i didn't I. think about briggs at all i was like of course it's gonna be briggs. i thought it was gonna but be in, I, yeah it was it was confusing i felt so dumb like it was literally like a oh moment oh, like, yeah duh. i mean so yeah mad. yeah yeah um I said, LOL, Hawkeye's friend Rebecca comes over in an ice cream truck, and it's full of ammo, because they all run out of ammo, and all they have is Mustang's little snappy snaps. Um, <laughs> his little snappy snaps. Uh, his little snappy snaps, a little toasty. Uh, so, uh, all of a sudden, we see that the person driving who is able to get all the ammo to them, because they're like, what? How did you get here? It's Maria Ross returning to the scene! Ooh, ooh. I loved that reveal. That was my favorite. I was like, Maria Ross! Yeah, I wasn't expecting her to come back at no. all. I thought they would have brought her back earlier, so when she wasn't, I was like, she's not, not going to be a character anymore. And I hope that Rosh gets to see her again, or else I'm going to be really sad. I they know. Homies, they were They were right? best buddies. They slapped the Elric brothers around. They did. They were Aww. like their parents for a week. Um, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. Back when things were a little bit easier and happier, and we had Billy the Chopper, who makes a little guest appearance at the end of this. Um, cool. Womp womp. 
Uh, so, <laughs> they're using Shingy's tear gas bombs to help not kill people, but still defeat. By the way, did you know tear gas is illegal in war? As a chemical warfare weapon banned in war. But guess what? America uses it on its own citizens. Fun fact! Uh -huh. Um, but God look, where did they get all this? America. Aren't we Land great? That... Land I tolerate my home. I don't know. It's land that I love, but it's <laughs> it's land that I tolerate. Oh. Well, I don't. So here we are. <laughs> land that I tolerate. Um. So they got all these weapons, but how? <gasps> Guess who picks up the phone? Because they're like, you can call them. It's stinking havoc. Havoc. My favorite reveal. I love. As soon as I saw the cigarette, I was like, ah! He he found a way to survive in life and be happy. He can still help. Oh, gosh, love it. So cute. Havoc, the Havoc Havoc's General Store. Havoc's General Store. And I oh, love so it. Cute. And so he's been running this General this Store and supplying with everything. And I said, oh my god, my heart is so happy. It all caps. Because I was just like, these reunions! Knowing that it's probably going to end sad. But let me have my happy for a little bit. For right now, it'll be great. Havoc's right not now. there, so he'll live. And that's exciting. He better, because he's gone through enough. Yeah. He's done yeah. enough. He can't, he, your legs don't, you ain't got no legs, Lieutenant Dan. That's Havoc. Uh, anyway, so, <laughs> Ho thinks he can free all the souls trapped inside Father, but also kill him. And then he can eventually free all the souls that are trapped inside of him, which might also kill him. It's he didn't say that part. Him, yeah, he didn't say that part, but I was like, eh. We know. Yeah, we, he's gotta die. He's totally gonna die. He's gonna die. Um, so, Salim's sitting in the dark and banging on a helmet, and I go, I feel like it's Morse code. Uh, I thought that too immediately. As soon as like, he started banging on it, I was like, he he ain't no real kid. No. 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 He ain't no real kid. He ain't no real kid. He just a dumb, he just a dumb little brat. No. Uh, so, <laughs> we, we pan away from that, but we'll come back to that later. Uh, but I wrote next, no, Chang, stop listening to Envy, because they're running down this tunnel, and Envy's like, go deeper, I'll show you the true meaning of immortality, and she's listening. That sounded very <laughs> Lauren! I just needed you to hear it. Now I gotta edit this episode instead of just uploading it! I'm sorry, but literally listen to what you just said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Go deeper. I'll show you the true meaning of immortality. It doesn't sound bad to me. Anyway, anyway. Oh, you're sweet. I think it's dirty. I don't want... I, don't, I have questions, but I'm not going to ask them. I'll explain this. it to you later. Uh, so... <laughs> How dare you? Lady Armstrong <laughs> attacks the generals. She shoots one guy in the head, and I think that was like the most graphic like shot we've gotten Honestly, in a while. Though. Yeah, like I was it's like, been oh, a oh, oh, and she it's says she's though. yeah. They call her betrayer of the country. She's like, I'm not betraying the country. She's doing the good up for the country. Um, and I was like, look, her and her brother are both now betrayers of the country. They're even. Uh, then we pan over, and Fu is out in the crowd, and he says that the presence underground has tripled in size since yesterday, and so I just wrote, is father getting more powerful? Uh, I hope not, but probably, because, you know, Eclipse promised day thingies. It might not, maybe it's just that all the power is, like, coming together, because Maybe. 
it's just the know. energies are aligned now. The chakras. Um. Yeah. So oh we pan we pan back over to little pride, and yep, stupid pride is sending Morse code messages to father. Ugh. Stupid pride. Stupid pride. Uh, stupid and pride. that's all my notes. Stupid pride. Pride. Pride's a pride. <laughs> Honestly, though. Yeah. Like, I hate this kid. I hate this kid. I would never nanny him. Um. No. So, then we pan back, and Ed and them go through the third lab to sneak into Central Command, because everything was blocked off, because the generals, when Lady Armstrong was turning on them, they locked it down. Uh, Ed distracts the guards by saying, hey, look, isn't that Scar? <laughs> it was a really funny, dumb moment of Ed, because he just, like, does that dumb, draw drawn face again, and, like knocks them out and Ho just goes that was a mean thing to do and Ed just is like shut up shut up dad dad shut up but I, I love Ho's gentleness that was a mean thing to do I also love how Ho always has his hands in his pockets it's a very yeah. anime thing just look even in this picture he's got his hands pocket. in his pocket yeah it's just a thing like he was running with them with his hands in his pockets i've done that once in elementary school opposite of a naruto run i did that in elementary school one time and then i fell and my hands were in my pockets and they were stuck so (gasps) that i fell and was just like face first and skinned my face so uh do not suggest anime watchers (laughs) don't try that naruto run all you want don't don't do the pockets we should make this make this a thing and we call it the hoe run and no one will know what we're talking about but it'd be really funny no because i'm gonna fall again <laughs> well you don't have to do it i want to make it a thing for everyone else oh, <laughs> for okay. anyone that's coordinated enough how dare you please run with your hands in your pockets and call it the hoe run i can it'll hardly even run our way of laughing our way at you of combating the naruto tribe I don't know. I became a real big. I became a real big fan of the Naruto run after the Area Fifty One raid, and they did that like newscast, and that guy just Naruto runs through the background. That from then on, I was like, that run is okay in my book. (laughs) After we started a national thing, run like live yet? You haven't seen it get lit. Fetch is never gonna happen. (laughs) How dare you! How dare you make me into Gretchen Wieners? I'm so upset with you. That's why Don't ever talk to That's me why again. your hair is so Don't big. Don't talk to my mom. Don't talk to my dog. Don't talk to my husband. We're done here. Thank you. Uh, I want to text Christian uh, and text you to say, Fetch is never going to happen. Don't you dare. You didn't even have his phone number. You can't. No, but I can find I it. I never Don't gave you me. my emergency Contact. Yeah, why didn't you? What if what if you disappear? Because I, you have my husband. He's my most emergency. Contact. That is very true. What if you yes. and Will disappear? Oh, then we're dead. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I have Will's number. I didn't think about that. I do have Will. Yeah. William. William. That's why I never. I didn't give anything out. So I was like, why? Why would I? I have someone I can call. I don't have stupid. Beth's number. I realized I need Beth's number. I have Beth's phone number. I will give it to you because. I lived with Shane, and we exchanged phone numbers. Yeah, I need Beth's number for friendship purposes, not for emergency contacts. So I, I can text Beth that. about, you know, like, Downton Abbey, and she's the only other one I know that watches Designated Survivor. <laughs> the Kiefer Sutherland Never Netflix show. It. It's great. Love it. Uh, it's, 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 I don't know, it's not the best, but I enjoy watching it. Not, Beth okay. is literally the Could only other person I know. It? 
I love Kiefer. I started though, watching so. Selling Sunset Sunset because I'm a fan of trash television. Don't worry, I I've watched everything but the newest myself. season. I need to watch so it. Good. I just know Chriselle's dating what's his name, and I'm like, what? Not yet. Mm. That's the preview for the next season. Oh well, they oh just announced gosh, they broke up. So I'm like, whatever. I guess that ruins. Yeah, the it season. hasn't happened yet. It's literally just. It was in the preview for this coming season. Okay, well, I like, I, I'm one season okay. behind. I need to watch it. Howdy! He can't hear me, but I know he feels the love. So extra right now that he's just gonna chill here with me for a little bit. He's like a cat. Okay. He's destroying my lap right now. It hurts so bad. Did you stop trying to bite me? Pony! Oh, kissy, kissy, kissy. This is gonna be weird for anybody listening. Anyway, uh, so Ed and them go. Oh, I already did that one. Okay. Ho, they're having to split up as they're going, trying to find the third lap or trying to break into Central. Ho takes Lan Fawn with him and is a bit creepy about it, I guess, so nobody, like, <laughs> questions him. But I think there's he's a reason creepy. why. He's not creepy in the sub. He just says, oh. he says, oh, she's strong. It's really sweet, actually. He, like, very much girl powers her. He's like, yeah, she's strong enough to handle anything that could hurt me. Like, it's fine. I, oh, I would rather yeah. have okay. her than all of you. The dub, and then the he dub says, gets real creepy. Really he's like, would you, would you really deny an old man the honor of having the company of a beautiful woman? And I was like, that's hilarious. I love that. But yeah, he was like, no, she's stronger than all of you. I'd rather See, have her than they said you. that, but the inflection was more like, let me have a company of a beautiful woman. And I was like, eh, why? Yeah, no, the sub was And really then not the chimera even that. said, like, creepy old perv. And I was like, eh. Well, Ed called him a creepy old man in, in the sub. Oh, well, the chimera straight up said, like, creepy that. old perv. In the dub, oh. so I'm like, ew, ew, ew. Um, Weird. so and we find out why he does. He does this so that he lets Lanfon go to go find Ling because he can sense that she cares really deeply. Cause they're in love. Uh, and so she's like, "Are you sure? That's what? Sure. I'm fine." And she's like, "He's like, no, go, go find him. I know how much this means to you." And I was like, "Oh, oh." Why does he make me like him so much? I was so against him in the beginning of the show. Um, I like Hohenheim. I always did. I know. I always will. No. Um. So I wrote, "Oh no! One of the bad journals has activated all the philosopher's stones, and the creepy under <laughs> the creepy army underground to attack Mustang in them." Which is really fun because it's the longest run-on sentence I've ever heard. Oh no, the life. the mortals. Oh no! Oh no, the creepy underground men have been activated, and they're gonna attack us, saying in them, and now all the lives are in danger, and they've got to keep running. And uh, so they <laughs> basically turns on all of their philosopher stones, and I just sort ew. They have a creepy like one eye in the middle of their head. And they just start screaming. Like, the episode ends with them just going, Wah! and I was like, oh! They all look like the Pale Man from Pants yes, Labyrinth. Yes, from Pants of. Labyrinth, which I hate. So instead of hand eyes, the they have one central eye. I do not like him. He terrified me when I saw Pants Labyrinth. I love Pants Labyrinth, oh, but Pale Man? Um, well, I got you a Pale Man sticker at Comic-Con because I thought you liked him. 
<laughs> I'll keep it. It's okay. <laughs> I'll keep it. It's keep fine. It, it was it. cute. It, it was a smiley little pale man and a, <laughs> a Babadook that's barfing out a, a rainbow. And I like that cool. one. I like that one. Pale man? Absolutely not. I had a friend in mm-hmm. BCIS Computer Science. Uh, they changed all of our backgrounds to the pale man. And I walked into class and was like, No! Oh my gosh, Lord. You have all the babies. They're all kissing you. Steve was like, pay attention. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I've been gone all day and Will's been gone for like three hours and they have now lost their minds. They're taking turns licking your face. I love it. They if you're just listening, yeah, if y'all are just listening, <laughs> you should definitely tune into the YouTube video because it's just full of puppies today. <laughs> Oh, hoots! <laughs> like right on cue. Way to go, Hootie. Just my dogs. <laughs> They're being uh, sweet so after credits, the Inhuman soldiers are all over command. It looks like a chimera is stuck underground. Mei Chang needs help. Olivier is fighting, and then the ominous quote: "Who will become a killer, and who will be killed?" And that's it. That was the whole mm-hmm. ominous quote. And I was like, "Why again?" I know. Uh, I know. So misleading. I know. Jeez. Lauren, please tell me you have fun facts. Uh, do I have fun facts? I have one fun fact. That's, I have two fun facts, I guess. I have the chapters, which okay. are 89, Soldiers Return, and 90, Army of Immortals. Mm-hmm. Well named. Yeah. Um, and then in the manga chapter for this, uh, Olivier asserts that Central's defense is weak because they've never had to ward off any kind of attack, but they had to change that because in episode one, which had um, Isaac McDougall, and that's how you like you get the gist of alchemy and all that stuff, he did a major attack, but he is only in the anime. He's an anime-only character, so ah. she had to change it so that they weren't equipped to ward off. Ward off. We're there for our debate gauge. Ward off a large scale attack instead of just an attack in general. So that's it. Those are my fun facts. I hope they were really fun. Okay. Well, I just really love that the whole time you're doing that, Hootie literally had his neck all the way bent back to look at your face. Yeah, he's a little obsessed with me. It's kind of disgusting. (laughs) I'm a big fan of it. Hootie's just like, could care less. He's like, yes, mama. He really is just... And then there's Steve, who's just like, I just need your lap, mother. He does. He doesn't Steven! Oh, I could hear myself. That was too loud. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I heard myself echo back through your headphone, and I was like, I didn't like that. I didn't like hearing myself make that voice. (laughs) Regret. (laughs) That's okay. All right, so now we're at episode 51, The Immortal Legion. Take it away, Lauren. Ed's crew faces a horde of ravenous mannequins, mannequins, abominations powered by human souls. The twisted creatures aren't the only unstoppable force in the battlefield. Pride, sloth, and envy are all on the move. Stop! Stop! Yep, Golly. Really big spoiler. Golly. But whatever, man. Man! Netflix. Why would you even watch the episode? God! What we learned from this experience is never. Don't read, read the these. Yeah, don't read these synopsis. You watch the show. Synopsis. Just give the show a chance. Yeah, because they just tell you everything and not in an artistic way. Oh my gosh. Mm. 
Uh, so I had to make a note for this one that the icon is a buff shirtless Armstrong with an explosion behind him. And I, when you're like clicking on Funimation and like the little picture icon for episode, and I just wrote, bless. <laughs> I was bless. Armstrong this episode. What a god. Can we, can we just... Mm, Armstrong's in general in this episode, but Alex just... Bless. Babe. Totally. What a babe. Uh, so... In this episode, we get a new intro, and I was like, "Already is is this?" I think this is our last intro, based on what it what shows us. What a vibe this 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 Woo! episode gave us, or this intro gave us too, because it was like really not like slow, but definitely not rushed and very like somber. And I was like, "This is <sighs> yeah. a final." Intro and I like the I've music. Yeah, I like the music, but man, it is somber. Well, if you do like the music, it is a song called "Rain" by the band Sid. Um, and you may find it on all streaming services. There you go. Yay! I did write that this was called Rain because it said, I saw it in the credits as I was taking notes, but I'll, I'll read you my big run-on sentence about the new opening intro. Ready? Here we yes. go. Why is everyone in blue like they're ghosts? Why does Truth look like Winry? Why is the song so sad? Explosions and rough drawings of characters, including Father. Alphonse's body in the portal and his suit laying next to him. Winry crying on a cliff. Bradley alive versus Scar. Mustang and Hawkeye crying. Why is everyone crying? The song is literally called Rain. Ed and Al against a tree and Ed sees his mom. Then Ed is in bed and it's a dream. And Winry is in the bed with him smiling down at him? And that is the intro. <laughs> That's so gross I can hear Hootie licking. Hootie, stop! I hate ASMR! It's so loud, and I don't know why, because it's not even near the microphone, so I can only imagine how loud that is on your face. Ew. <laughs> Hootie, you slut, stop it! He is a little hoe. It's, it's fine. Oh my gosh, and Steve just laid across my computer. This is great. We're having a good time. Yeah, uh, these they, dogs need a lot of attention. It's like, don't get small dogs. It's like having needier cats. Yeah, I was gonna say, Peggy's not even in my room. Uh, yeah, like, oh my gosh. it's almost like take your kids to work date is what it looks like. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Steve, what are you doing? He just, like, full-on went backwards, like, trust fall on you. Like, if you would not have been there, he would have plummeted. Okay. Steven. Oh, my gosh. They're being so extra right now. I shifted, and now they're like, oh, you've inconvenienced me. And they're yanking my headphones out of my ear. <sighs> okay, please talk. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm just watching you, like, in silence, just watching these dogs, and I completely disassociated from this podcast and was just watching you. Um, So I think I must have been using voice-to-text because I wrote play. <laughs> and I, I guess, because I had paused to write my notes for the intro, and so I must have... <laughs> I, I was watching this on my computer, so absolutely there is no voice command, so I'm not quite sure what's happening I was going to say, like, what were you... Oh my gosh, Steve, were you going to jump? Stephen! It's okay. 
Steven, what are you doing? Uh, I said, the Immortal Legion is alive and very zombie-like. They start saying, Papa, and one walks up to that general and he's drooling. And I'm like, bruh, that ain't gonna end well. I've watched plenty You're of zombie stuff. You're yeah. And guess what? He's like, yes, call me your father. Yes, yes, go attack. And they just start eating him. And I'm like, duh. Expected. <laughs> he's, totally he's expected. Um, fun fact, they have no butthole. Uh, so they're eating all these bodies. Where does it go? I just want to question that. That bothers me so much. They bent over and was eating that guy, and it was like clear as day, no genitalia, no butthole. I was like, this is just Did like on Attack on Titan. Do they barf them? My insane mental breakdown about Titan buttholes. Like, I oh. didn't realize the Titans didn't have buttholes until the cart Titan, and I was like, where's the butthole? Like, how did they eat all these people? Where did they go? In the manga, they explain they just barf them. <laughs> After, like, talking through this whole thing to myself, Will came up with the most logical answer. Oh. It's because they let off steam, so that's how they get rid of what's inside of them. Like, it steams out of them. And I was like, well, that just doesn't seem right. He had a very scientific thing. I made that really stupid sounding. It, well, was, it was a lot. The canon version is there's just piles of Titan barf everywhere, and it's just... That's... <laughs> Freaking ridiculous. Human digested remains. <laughs> Fun fact. I looked that up and I was like, what? Why? <laughs> yeah. Because I asked That's Ryan, so I was funny. like, he's naked, but there's no genitalia and there's no borthole. And Ryan was like, oh yeah, here you go. And I was like, huh. <laughs> okay, so That's they're like, they're like owls. You know how, like, owls absorb all the nutrients and then barf it back up in whatever that little fuzzy thing is? I can't remember what it's called. Oh, yeah. We did, like, that that. project in, like, fourth grade where we dissected them and read that book. I think we read Hoot. Let's explore Titans with owls. It's like that one David Sedaris book. Let's explore diabetes with owls. But instead it's better. Let's explore Titan buttholes with owls. Bortholes. You gotta say bortholes. Because that's, that's my favorite the... thing on cat groups on Facebook. They don't say butthole. They say bortholes. Is that a cat meowing? It almost sounded like a cat meowing at the end, too. Yeah, there is this cat that lives outside of our house. Uh-huh. And he is obsessed with Will. She. she and I have named her inside cat. And I just call her Sid. but. Her name is Inside Cat. And I like that. Will, the other day, while I was sleeping with the puppies, because I had to wake up at four in the morning, brought Inside Cat inside and just let her chill out with him. And now she just hangs out. Hold on. Uh oh. Do we need to pause? What are y'all doing? No, it's fine. Are they eating toilet now- paper? No, that's what I had to check because I have um, <laughs> wrapping paper over there and I did uh, not want them to eat it. But, um, so now she just hangs out outside her door and waits for Will to come home uh, and hopes that she can live inside. It looks like you got a cat. Yeah. Now you just got to slowly integrate the dogs to a cat scent and then yeah, you'll get a cat. We'll see. That's how you we'll get see. cats. They choose you. Well, that cat definitely chose us because every time I come home, it ricochets itself over our neighbor's fence and stands in front of me 
so that I can't go inside without it. Yeah, well, that's how Pepper. Very sweet cat. That's how Pepper came in. I there was cat in our front yard, and I was like, oh, he's got a little bobtail. Came back out with food, and he never left, and now he lives inside our house. So I'm like, and that's Pepper. Well, we are feeding it now, so it technically it's our cat. Yay! Yeah, when I moved out of my apartment, I used to feed the stray cats there because somebody had, like, obviously just left the cat there. And my apartment emailed me, um, you forgot your cat. No, that's not my cat. Like, it's not my cat. I, I just my cat. fed that cat. So I had to like convince the apartment I did not abandon my cat. I have the emails for it too. It's really funny. Because I okay. the, we she just lived in all of our we like made a little warm house for her when it got cold and we all pitched in and got her fixed because she kept having kittens and so we she was the apartment cat and I just fed her and yeah, so uh, they were like, you forgot your cat because she just sat on my porch and there was food there still. I forgot to throw it away. And I was like, oh, sorry, no, that's not my cat. That's y'all's cat. <laughs> um, Alright, yeah, so back to this episode. They have no bortles. That's no how we bortles. got there. No bortles. Um, no bortles. So Ed is in the third lab and the body of Barry the Chopper, R.I.P. Barry, uh, is still there on the ground. Womp womp. And the doorway still has all the symbols. And Al's wall that was to protect him and Hawkeye is still there. That he alchemized. It's a new word. Um, so the immortal legion starts pouring out of the door. And they quickly realize they can't stop them. Alchemy doesn't work. They don't die. Uh, pan back over. Olivier has the general under hostage and orders them to tell the forces to leave Mustang's team alone and pull back. But guess what? They don't do that. And then all the army... The soldiers pointing a gun at her, like, start freaking out. She's like, what, what? And then she turns around, and it's Sloth behind them, and he swings down his chains and just smashes the general. Like, he is puddle goo Like, just made him a nail in the concrete. Just. It was He did. He did. That was so dope. I was, and then he just lifts his hand and all that blood is dripping. And he goes, oh, what a bother. that this is a violent show, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's really like, easily disguised. Yeah, and then this happens, and you're just or like... Or someone gets shot in oh, the head, yeah. and we see it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Freaking crazy. Um, so Sloth was told to kill Olivier. So you can tell Father sees her as a threat. Um, so pan back to them in the third laboratory. Even Scar's alchemy doesn't destroy the Immortal Legion. And one of the Immortal Legion keeps saying Big Brother... And they realize all human souls have been used to make them. And they're like, oh, no. Uh, poor Ed is like, great. More innocent people being turned into weapons. Um, Ed, they say this is bad. And if they escape outside. And then they pan to a baby in the middle of outside. Because they're like implying that if they escape outside, they're going to kill all the villagers. And they pan to a baby crying outside. And it's like, oh, cool. That's just going to make us feel a little more panicky and make us feel more tense. Thank you for the... We got the emphasis on the situation. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> stop it. You drink that Pepsi. Um, I will. Don't good. threaten me with a good time. Good. Good. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Ed traps all the soldiers inside with their team. He closes the door and he's like, sorry guys, uh, but the Chimera, like, if you wouldn't have done it, I would have closed it myself. And I was like, oh, look at this. They're bonding. I love the Chimeras. I'm obsessed. Except for I had to hear that noise again and I was like, stop it. 
I hate when you make that noise because I'm watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure right now, and that I literally don't sounds want to like watch that lollipop stand. thing again. No, it's a different one. Like he, so everyone in JoJo has a stand, and it's like they're like spirit protector dude, right? Essentially, yeah. like they're magic spirit protector. And JoJo's is my least favorite. Not Jojo, I'm sorry. Jotaro. He's the main character of the season. Jotaro. He has my least favorite stand. All it does is punch things, and it's the same sound for every time he goes into punching, and it's literally like, just over and over again. And I'm like, oh, yeah, just go punch <laughs> through life and see how that helps you. Punching oh. through life. He's not even the main character Careless of his own and carefree. Anyway. Stop making that sound. This one. I'm being. Okay. I'm being triggered. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, favorite quote: A bear. A bear with a mohawk is heard over the radio, <laughs> <laughs> and it's Buccaneer. The brig soldiers are taking down the army, um, and the chimera outside. Owl. What? Oh, uh, the the lion chimera. What's his name? I write his mm. I write his name down later. Oh, Mister um, Hein Mister Heinkel Heinkel. There you go. Uh, is outside and Salim's trap and realizes he's outside the Earth cocoon and realizes that Salim's doing Morse code, um, mm. and broadcasting their location. And Kimberly shows up because he was reaching out to Kimberly. And I said, no, Kimberly kills the Chimera! Or so I thought. I was really upset I, I did too, though, to be honest. I was, I was like, like oh, Mr. Heinkel! No! He's dead. Um, so, <laughs> Pride is now free due to Kimberly. And then we pan over and poor Mei Chang is running away underground in the tunnel from those soldiers with Envy. Envy's getting jostled around in the jar, which made me laugh. I stopped laughing in a few minutes, though. Um... Uh, and then Envy falls out of the jar, and then an immortal soldier eats him, and, well, now Envy's taking control over that body, and starts eating the other soldiers, and morphs into one nasty flesh-colored monster thing, and then giant green Envy comes back with more people pimples, and then morphs into normal Envy, and I was like, dang it. Envy's back. I did really enjoy watching that transformation. It, it was, really it was a ride. It was a ride, and the people it pimples, like, using him like a puppet at people. I was like, ooh. Um, so, pan over. Yoki and Marco see smoke coming from Pride's trap. Uh, and then, what are they fighting over? Are they just fighting each They're other? They're fighting each other. Yeah. It just, just sounds like, sorry. <laughs> like, yeah, it's all Steve. Hootie doesn't make a single sound. He's like a silent little ninja warrior. <laughs> You spoke Remember way when too I said soon. He was a warrior? <laughs> you spoke way too soon. And right on cue, Hootie knows his cues very well. Uh <laughs> that was great. Um so Mr Mr. Heinkel is still kind of which is lion chimera, still kind of alive, but not really. It looks really sad. Um calf. Yeah, like he's he's struggling, man. And so then Pride captures Al again, and Al tries to escape with alchemy. And I was really sad. I was like, not again. And then Pride has his feet, yanks him back, and it's only Al's feet. He cuts off his own feet, uh, so he can get away. 
and there's a bunch of, it's a giant dust cloud that they're hiding in, and I just, ugh. So we pan over to Sloth fighting Olivier with his chains. Olivier throws a grenade at Sloth and doesn't do anything, but then he catches her, and he's like squeezing her against the pillar. She's about to die, but guess what? My boo, big brother, Alex Louise Armstrong, comes in to save the day. And now it's Alex versus Sloth. And I wrote in all caps, don't let my BB die. Um, and then we pan back over. There's a lot of panning over in these episodes. Uh, Heinkel is telling Al to leave him because Al, with his little nubby legs, is dragging him. And he's like, I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to leave you. And it's really sad. And Heinkel tells Al to leave him so maybe he can have a chance to survive, but Al's all broken. But then Heinkel pulls out that Philosopher's Stone that dumb old Kimberly dropped when he betrayed the Chimera and beat up Ed really bad um, in the mine. Heinkel says Al... Finally, it's coming back into play. It's only been like what 15 a... episodes. <laughs> but it feels like forever. I know. That that's just been a thing. It's just been in Heinkel's does. pocket all this time. Oh my gosh. Uh, Heinkel says Al needs to use the stone because he still recognizes... Al still recognizes that the people inside the stone are still people. It's not just a stone and they're not just dead. They're souls trapped in there. Uh, lives who are taken and put in the stone and they're still people and that they deserve to fight and they need to fight together. So Al needs to help mm -hmm. them fight back by using the stone to get justice for them. And I was like, my heart... Oh, Heck yeah. that was like a really Heck emotional yeah. speech Heinkel did about why they need to use the Philosopher's Stone, not for like themselves, but for the people that were trapped in it. Oh, him. yeah. They really took this very side character and gave him a really defining moment. I know. Like, okay. And he's okay, even like, you. of all the Chimera, Mr. Heinkel's the most normal looking one and like the sweetest looking one because he's just like a glasses older man. And I, I don't know. Anyway, Al uses the stone to fix his armor body to fight instead of just get his normal body back, which is a big deal because he could have mm -hmm. just gotten his human body back right then and there. Um, but, he but he doesn't. He just heals his armor so he can keep using the stone so they have a chance. And that's how it ends. So after credits, oh, no, new ending credits. Here we go. Here's my long, long run, run off sentence. Who is this blonde person standing in the wind? Is it Ed? It doesn't look like him. Trisha's grave. A bunch of Elrics? They all have blonde hair and gold eyes. Then Ho hiking in the desert in their childhood home. Ho looking powerful. The giant transmutation circle. Ed looking old. Then starving Owl's body. Then Armor Owl. Then Granny's house? And that, that was the new credits. End credits. Um, the real after credits is I wrote my notes. I accidentally wrote it twice. A bunch of fighting still. It looks gnarly. And the ominous quote, the time for ambivalence is long past. And then it shows a general has his gun to Lady Armstrong's head and she's yelling at him and holding his hand. And I was like, no, not Olivier. So it brings us to episode 52, Combined Strength. Lauren? Actually, I have fun facts. So we're going to go. <gasps> oh, that's right. Good. Because it was on a <laughs> sad note. So the content from this episode is from chapter 90. Army of the Mortals, Chapter 91, A Reunion of Alchemists, and Chapter 92, With Everyone's Strength. Um, this is really just With everyone's strength? Thing. You mean, like, the, yeah. the, the stone conversation? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is just 
something I noticed at the beginning when you see the mannequin soldiers is mm -hmm. the first three that drop down are posed like the three wise monkeys. Oh, yeah. Like, Hear no evil, see no evil, say no evil. And yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's on purpose, but... It well, was also in the title card. They had to card. on purpose. It was in the title oh. card, too. When, they, when you learn that they're actually called mannequin soldiers and not an immortal legion. Super dope. Yeah. I wasn't paying attention at that point. Or I was just too, like... <gasps> yeah. It was probably, like, ugh. Because, yeah, I saw it in the title card, and I didn't make a note because I think I was still writing whatever had just happened before it. That's okay, your girl got you. Your girl. Um, and then also, for literally no reason at all, when they show Barry the Chopper's body, his head is cut in half. Mm. Did you notice that? I did not his catch that. His head is just cut in half. When that never happened to his body, uh, doesn't? It, it's not like that in the manga. He's just a decaying little dude. And how did, Ed knows how did he die? So much. Uh, he just he just died. Like, his body just died. He erased his, um, whatever mark. His blood seal. Hmm. I need to rewatch um, that episode. But, uh, Ed also knows a lot about Barry when it's something that him and Al never really talked about. Like, in the manga, when they asked who it is, he just goes, uh, Barry the Chopper, I guess. And shrugs. Yeah, because like, I we, guess it's Barry. we know all about Barry because of his work with Mustang soldiers. Yeah, he was there with Alphonse, so yeah. Alphonse knows all that. He he shouldn't know anything. No. But he does, because they had to tell you. The end. The end. That's it. Those are my fun facts. Here is your Netflix summary for episode 52, Combined Strength. Yeah. I'm flexing. With a Philosopher's see. Stone. Oh, oh, nice. Thank you. Thank you. Nice. Thank you. With the Philosopher's Stone in his possession, Alphonse fearlessly engages pride in Kimberly. Elsewhere, the Armstrongs find themselves trapped between Sloth's onslaught and the guns of Central's troops. Okay, the last part was bad. The first part, you know, we don't know if Alphonse is using this stone, so could you not? Uh, that that's a stretch. You're just mad about Netflix. I am. I think that's a fine summary. It's, I am. It's whatever. But All can right. I just say before we get into this that we could have been having dope alchemist fights like this for the entire series and they saved it for episode 52. And you know yeah. how angry I am about how cool this fight was? Well, we've only gotten to see Ho use his awesome, like, intense fighting skill once and it was to make an earth cocoon, not even to fight. So, like, I better be really seeing frustrated. some Hohenheim power-up moves. I want to see Ed do cool stuff. He only makes spears. That's and his he, thing. he did it again in this last episode, he and I was did, like, "Oh!" Look. And I was mad. He I'm did like, the classic whoop. Especially after seeing Al do this, yeah, I'm like, bro. I mean, Ed just F loves his, his skulls and spears, man. Skulls I'm really and spears upset. And red capes. I'm really upset. We could have been having this. For 52 episodes. For 52 stinking episodes. What's that like? And now there are only 12 13, episodes 14? left. BS. BS, I love you. Love okay, that. here we go. <laughs> Al is now fighting Kimberly and Pride using the Philosopher's Stone, so he has a chance. Al does some damage and uses a flash bomb to entrap Pride in yet another Earth cocoon. Uh, but a smaller mm. one this time. A uh, tiny cocoon. A tiny little earth cocoon. It's more like a cone this time, though. Like an ice oh, cream swirl. I'm a swirl. beautiful butterfly. I am a beautiful little butterfly. Uh, my name is Heinrich. Uh, so 
Al said if he used the stone to get his body back right now, uh, he wouldn't be able to save, I wrote save something. He wouldn't be able to save, I don't know what he wrote, what he said. Uh, uh, he was going to save a homeboy's life because he's yeah, yeah. dying. Heinkel, Heinkel. <laughs> uh, Kimberly says equivalent exchange, and they start going back and forth of why Al didn't get his body back and how he's using the stone. Al says it's not fair that he can't have both, that he can't use the stone to help people and, he, and get his body back. And he's searching for an exception to, to the rule and doesn't want to be bound by rules anymore. And Kimberly, you know, the only reason he's bad is because, one, he's just not empathetic at all. But two, he wants to know which side wins, so he keeps kind of flopping. Mm. Uh, and so he's like, hmm. hmm. He's just a sociopath. Absolutely. He That's doesn't feel anything. He, he is, doesn't have real emotions about things. He's just like, well. He's very much a profile of a serial killer sociopath, for yeah. sure. Um, Kimberly says they might not get their bodies back and might not save everyone, then reveals that he also has that little circular philosopher's stone that that creepy doctor gave him and in his mouth. And I was like, where do you, where do you have that? How did you not accidentally so swallow that? Um, so. Just, no, I think he does swallow it and he just barfs it back up. Like a titan when the, he first, with no bortles. When he first did it, he hit his stomach. Oh, that's right. And it comes back We up. had this whole so conversation. Just, it's like. He's an owl. A, he just regurgitates. Such, why do owls and no bortles like? No, bortles and I'm owls. Fine. I'm fine. Uh, let's so, just name the episode. Let's explore titans with owls. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, so then we pan back over to the Armstrongs fighting Sloth, and it's gnarly. Uh, they're doing some damage on some weak spots, and he's bleeding, but he's also healing because, you know, homunculi. But then, whoa! Sloth is really fast, which was like out of left field. Oh, when that happened, I went, whoo! <laughs> like, because I wasn't ready for that to happen at all. Um, and he just, like, has that small flex, like. Yeah, don't you know I'm the fastest homunculus? Yeah, he, the way obviously. he says that, it was like, oh, I'm sorry, the name Sloth didn't lead me to believe you were the fastest homunculus. My bad. Sloth. Right? You're acting a lot uh, like pride right now, could you not? Honestly, though. <laughs> Your pride is showing. You Your better watch pride out is showing? Or else, yeah, daddy's gonna call Can you back. You? Are you new cool. here? Um, That's my favorite TikTok right now. Are you new here? Yeah. I hmm. don't have that TikTok. I'll send you I like think that five. Might be a straight TikTok thing. <laughs> no, TikTok, this one it. is like a chaotic mental illness one. It's really fun. I'll send it to you. Uh, you'd have to send it to me. Are you new here? <laughs> anyway. My mental illness is still Bo Burnham. So. <laughs> oh, I I've left Bo Burnham talk. He, he pops up every once in a while. My 2021 wrapped. Um, well, I'm apparently in the top six percent of people that listens to all of Inside over and over again. Am I surprised? Not at, no, not at all. No. Um, also, Will bought me that record for Christmas. Aww. And it's been so lovely. I just clean my house, telling myself that I feel like. A bad word, and I, I just dance in my socks and feeling like a big old duffel bag of it. Of uh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Uh, 
So, Sloth is fast. Bam, bam, bam. He's fast. He's a fast He boy. hasn't been fighting all out this whole time. And I was like, oh, no. And he can move fast, but his aim is off when he goes fast. Uh, because he can't control. He just can, like, rock it out, but move. can't really control where he's going. But Olivier is bleeding, and I'm concerned. Um, it looks like Sloth has hit Olivier, like, pummeled her into a wall, and we're not sure. Um... And then we pan over back to Kimberly and Al. Kimberly is hit Al and frees Pride, but it doesn't look like Al's too hurt. Pride sniffs out Al and captures them. Pride stabs him, but then Al reveals that he doesn't have the stone. And they're like, what? Al figured out where the wind was blowing and healed Mr. Heinkel and had him going upwind so that they couldn't smell him. No, downwind so that they couldn't smell him. I don't remember that for a second. And, uh, Chimera, the Lion Chimera, Mr. Heinkel, bites Kimberly's neck and just, like, absolutely does some major so dope. damage. Like, crushed his windpipe is what they say. And I was like, ooh! So dope. Kimberly, suck it. Um, Dr. Marco has a stone, which was really exciting. <gasps> uh, so, Mustang, oh, panning over to Mustang. Mustang changes the ice cream truck, because the... Radio is alerting that they're in an ice cream truck to a meat truck. It looks the exact same. It just says meat, and that's how dumb the, the soldiers are. They don't realize alchemy can be used for many things. Yeah. Central soldiers? Idiots. Like, there's a big war in the middle of the city, and this truck keeps driving around, but it's not an ice cream truck, so it must be fine. All right. Yeah, not a big deal. I mean, it works out great for our side, but all right. Whatever. <laughs> let, let them be stupid. Yeah, okay. Uh, so Mustang's group is splitting up again since so they can't get the central since all the gates are closed. Um, the Chimeras, Scar, and Ed are still there fighting the Immortal Legion. Scar realizes their legs are a weak spot. Uh, and I go, music is starting to play over this fight. It's the old theme song! And I really love that. Uh-huh. And I it made me it. feel a little emotional because, like, they're working together now. And I, I was just like, yeah, yeah, what a bop! Uh, Ed That's is so fighting weird. as hard as he can. Oh, I wrote, I'm emotional. <laughs> See? Um, but we pan back to the Armstrongs. Is Olivier, Olivier? Is Olivier? Olivier. <laughs> Battle scars. That's how I, my mouth uh, looked. That's how my mouth looked when I said Olivier. <laughs> it was no. Battle scars. <laughs> so sorry. No. Jasper. Uh, so we pan over to see if Olivier is okay. Alex, Louise, Mabu Armstrong jumped in front of Sloth to save her and is holding the punch like ultra powerful. And I was like, that is my man. Uh, he catches the so punch and throat right? <laughs> That's my man in more than one show. In more than one show, that is you my man. Him. I love it's him. Okay. I love my big beefy Now we voice. have to watch Dragon Ball Z so you can love uh, him. Yes, I know. But you won't love him. He sucks. Oh no! But it's fun. Oh no! He's the villain. For but does he have does he have Toshi's voice or does he have All Might's voice? Uh, he doesn't have either. What? It's very interesting. I'll send it to you. It's okay, fine. I'm confused. All right. So, but. Uh, he throws Sloth off of Olivier, saves her, uh, but he's dislocated his arm. But when we think it's safe, Sloth busts up through the floor again and does hit Olivier. And I was like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. 
Uh, she's laying on the ground unconscious. Then Sloth says he'll kill Alex quickly and then sleep. But we pan away! I wrote that in caps. I was so mad that we panned away. I was like, what is happening? Um, so we Pride stops attacking when Kimberly is put in the way, which is interesting. So they're like, alright, he doesn't want Kimberly to die. Cool. Interesting. He must be a sacrifice. Uh, Pride says humans have no hope of winning because their father is just over there and points at the city, which has got some smoke because Mustang and them are, you know, wrecking havoc eh, on the city. Uh uh, Pride goes after Marco, but a truck comes flying over the hill and out of nowhere and straight up just runs over Pride. And the cackle, the ugly cackle I did with that happening, because I was like, ha ha ha, the brat got hit by a car. Because <laughs> I hate this kid His so much. His mommy wasn't there to save him this time. <laughs> Your mom's not here, kid. Got hit by a car. <laughs> Sucker. Oh. Uh, so, I r runs over Pride and Owl. It does hit Al. That was sad. Collateral damage, but it's fine. Uh, Nairo, it's freaking Yoki. And someone goes, one of the chimeras, Mr. Heinkel, goes, way to take him out, fuzzy lip. And I laughed so hard. Because Yoki is not a good guy. But he's doing good things. But he's not a good guy. Um, Yoki said he I just mean, wants some glory for his own. Either, so. But they, their hearts have changed. Their hearts. Did you yeah, not just yeah. hear Heinkel's speech? Okay, yeah. And I did guess. you not just hear the gorilla man and they're like, We're go we gotta do this. We're gonna close the gates and save I'm the just city. saying Lauren, all of them aren't technically good guys. They're good so guys. You're gonna have to get over it. No. And Yoki's just dumb. Yeah. But Yoki says he's doing this because you think you're gonna get all the glory? I want some of the glory of my own. And I was like, whatever. Uh they hit Pride with Kimberly's car. <laughs> it's Kimberly's car, is what we find out. It's it's even better that they hit Pride with Kimberly's car. Uh Pride chases after them with his shadows, but Pride cuts off the top of the car, but they get away. It's so funny when they pan back to the car and they're all like, because ah! <laughs> they almost just got decapitated. Uh, which Al would have been fine. Everybody else, not so much. Yeah. Um Pride lectures Kimberly while he's dying and bleeding out and gurgling on the ground about how lions are the fittest and more likely to survive. Like, what a little punk. Like, he can't breathe and he's like, did you know lions are called the king of the jungle for a reason? And I was like, what a brat. Uh, Pride licks his lips and I'm like, is he about to eat Kimberly? And the little hands grab Kimberly and yep. He is ingesting Kimberly so he can continue, air quotes, continue to live inside him. So Kimberly's Speaking of not dead hands, y'all want to see the Christmas present that she got me? I have a matching one. It's a ring that is just a little tiny hand. What? And I hate love it so much. They're little pride hands. And no, it's hands. not a hug. It's for pride and his, his little... butt ass. They're little, Lauren! They're little pride hands. But yeah, uh, just speaking of little hands. Little hands. Love it. If you're just listening, there are little hands in a ring. Lauren has a gold ring. I have a silver ring uh, wrapped around your finger. And I love it. And they look like prize little, little hands. Lauren TikTok, saw it in a TikTok. Yeah. And, and really I sent expensive. it to Bridget. And I was like, bright hands! Bright and they were hands. really expensive. And Amazon never fails. Found some knockoff cheap ones. Which is awesome. I love them. It's my Jeffrey favorite Bezos. Thing now. All right. 
Come on, Jeffrey. You, you can, can do, do it. it. Pave the way, but you're back into it. Back into it. Tell us why. Show us how. how. Look, Look at where you came from. from. Look at you now. I can't sing the next part because it says bad words. Yes, it does. And I already have to edit three out now. Lauren. I love you. I've had a very <laughs> challenging couple of days. I understand um, that. I understand. The fact that I'm awake right now is astounding to me. So we're good. Also astounded. Um, so we pan back to Olivier. She is alive, but seriously injured. Uh, all the guards are still in shock. And I said, oh my gosh, because they're in shock because Alex, in a rage, has like mutilated Sloth by like alchemying all these like cement block like things through his head through his arm so and he's just cool. like shredded and like hung up on there and it's like through his mouth and the back of his head and I was like oh! I it's love the hottest that. thing I've ever seen in my whole life. I need life. you to back off. Like... <sighs> oh absolutely stunning. So gorgeous. And then like they stunning. pull back and he's like hey are you okay? And she's like yeah I've had worse. What about you? He's like ah oh, just to dislocate his shoulder. Yeah like, yeah yeah you know. beautiful moment. They like have this disgusting bonding moment of yeah, who's the toughest here? Oh, uh, the, to it. add to that quibbling, quibbling, sibling <laughs> fight. I don't know where quibbling. Uh, Alex like quibbling, quib, 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 quibbling. <laughs> like a sibling quarrel. That's I think what I was trying <laughs> to say, and I went quibbling. Uh, Alex and Olivier are arguing, and Alex says that she can't die, or else he'll inherit the house because she hasn't done the paperwork. Uh, and she won, and she quips back that Mustang will get it before him. <laughs> I, I was like, classic. Um, and then I wrote in all caps, Oh no, the immortal army is now in the room with them. Uh, great. And then Sloth's arm just, like, falls off. <laughs> yeah. And then starts growing back, and then he starts chomping through the rock, and I was like, ugh, classic. And, oh no, the Armstrongs are in a tough place, because... Sloth has regenerated, the immortal army's on the other side, and they're still in that room. Um, we pan over to little Mei Chang. She's trying to avoid Envy's attacks, and the immortal army breaks in the tunnel. Uh, I wrote Mannequin Soldiers, because that's when I learned that they were called Mannequin Soldiers with that little title card. I was like, oh, fine. Um, every soldier's been infused with a Philosopher's Stone. So many lives. I think I was just dwelling on how many people died for this. Um, Ed and Scar and crew are still fighting, and they keep coming. Everyone is getting exhausted, and they've ran out of quills and spit. That is obviously referring to... From the Chimera. Sorry, I had to do it one more time. Uh, and right when one is about to jump on Ed, Mustang, my boo-boo, appears and starts helping along with Hawkeye. And here's the lovely quote after the snappy snaps. Maybe I can lend you a handful, Metal. And I was like, oh, like, we've circled all the way back. And then I wrote, mm -hmm. ugh, Lauren, these cliffhangers. Because that's where the episode ends. I don't know how I did this. I've never seen this, guys, I swear. I didn't do this on purpose. I just thought, you know, there's Killing me. four. I can break them up in fours. This makes Killing sense. Killing me. I'm so sorry. I, so all sorry. caps, that is my bullet point. Ugh, Lauren, these cliffhangers. I am so sorry. <sighs> okay. I was I also upset. I know, you texted me, and then I texted you about the, 
about my hero manga and you were like we are not talking about the same thing and i was like oh well, yeah i texted her about the my hero manga and i was like oh the end of this and she's just like yeah the boobs like, yeah the boobs was funny and i was like what are you talking about <laughs> so i thought she was texting about my hero and she was texting about this like they're fighting like, and dying absolutely like, no boobs yeah the boobs part was real right funny it was it was my hero anyway it was we were on different spectrums there with yeah. emotional states i was like yeah i just read it yes. it was funny uh after credits so much fighting still envy is going crazy and in the room with ed and mustang question mark they all look so tired sad face i'm really upset about this uh and then here's the ominous quote because he stopped saying long sentences or anything he just says this one line he goes burn it up all of it and i was like what <laughs> that's my ominous quote yep mm -hmm. lauren do you have fun facts because it's a really sad cliffhanger uh sure uh so <laughs> this is from chapters uh, 92 with everyone's strength and 93 arch enemy arch and then uh in the manga kimberly's suit is in like total shreds by the end of their oh. fight yeah his suit doesn't get touched in yeah. this just like and his hat stayed on for that train fight for way yeah. too long but of course, in the anime, only his sleeve gets torn when Heinkel bites his throat. But the next time you see him, when he's lying on the ground dying, his sleeve is magically fixed again. Oh. So I'm just like, bro, get it together. And also, he's like fussing about how dirty his suit is. But what if he, while he was dying, used alchemy to fix his sleeve? <laughs> I wouldn't put that past Kimberly. It seems like a very his style thing, thing that he would do. It, him and him like, and Ed absolutely would do that. Ed would fix it, but make it, like, with skulls. Ed would, like, in his armor. dying moment, say, like, I've already made my headstone for y'all, it has skulls, and then die. Yeah. <laughs> like, absolutely. Hey, y'all can't choose like, one. Wait. I made it already. Yeah. And then he'd just grow it and be like, alright, I'm good. Alright, bye. And it would say, here lies Ed. The, the best alchemist. alchemist yeah. <laughs> He was here very lies, tall. Here lies Ed. He is very tall and better than Roy Mustang at Alchemy. Yeah, that'd be literally it. And it'd be great. It would be that extra. So, there we go. Um, I don't have any important questions or anything because I was too upset with Yeah, I'm really upset. Ended. Um, uh, I had one that I mentioned. In, oh, is Father getting stronger because of what Fu said? Um another question in here I thought mm, I mean is Ed gonna I mean is Al gonna live because I'm really concerned about that uh I mean I think we're all concerned about that at this point. <laughs> uh you're really really concerned about that uh oh is is the Fuhrer gonna come back and is he gonna have a a humanistic moment with his wife or what's gonna happen with that well he's definitely gonna come back yeah but what is he gonna so... do with his wife because his wife's like don't don't you be trusting these army guys they just try to kill me I so... don't know, man. <laughs> oh uh and for the new intro why does truth in the portal look like winry because it straight up is winry the outline of her maybe she sacrifices herself She's going to if sacrifice, she's going to sacrifice herself. herself. No, no, no one, no. no. What is it? I'm so sorry. What is it? 
Oh my gosh. I hate everything. Uh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, I don't, and, and, and. Yes. The the yeah. Ed laying in bed, smiling and dreaming and sleeping, and Winry in bed with him, looking down at him, smiling. Is that a foreshadow of our future? Because it better be. It better be. I mean, it probably is. I it imagine there is. Better be. There's not going to be a happy ending to this anime, but there's going to be a happy-ish ending. Like, they have to give you something. Right? I don't know. I'm just scared. I... I still am not sure that Al is going to survive. Um, I really don't think he is, which is upsetting for me because I love him. I think Ho's going to die. I think Al's going to die. I think Mustang. No, Mustang's going to live. I have a I have a deep okayness with Mustang. The only I think person... Scar is going to die. Oh. So Ho, Al, Scar. Al might live. I think I, my, my verdict's not out on that. My only one hundred percent is Ho's gotta die. Ho's gotta die. Yeah, Ho's lived too die. long. He's gonna do it to save his kids. That's my only like ten thousand percent. I am sure Ho is gonna die. Everybody else, I don't know, and I hope not. <laughs> the verdict is out, man. Um, I don't know, and I hope yeah, not. I I think Scar will die. I think. I hope Scar doesn't though because he's like changed his heart and wants to help heal the country in a good way like the fact that he told that to the last guys that he ran across I was like I think he's going to die protecting Ed because Ed reminds him of his brother it would be better if he died protecting Winry well she's not there though she's not going to be be there she will be I don't know no she won't (sighs) it's stupid for her to be there anyway Alright, so next time we're going to watch yeah. episodes 53 through 56. 53 Gosh. is Flame of Vengeance, so that's uh, got to be Mustangy. Um, 54, Beyond the Inferno. I don't know if that's still Mustangy, but it's still fire. Uh, it's after he dies. So, why would you do that? It's Christmas. It's Christmas. It's Christmas, Lauren. It's Christmas, Lauren. Episode so 55, sad. The Adult's Way of Life, which I'm like... <laughs> I forgot how young these children are. Uh, yeah. Uh, episode 56, The Return of the Fuhrer. Okay, well, so there's one of our Well, there you go. I guess he comes back. (laughs) I forgot that's his last title. (laughs) All right. Uh, well, that got answered. So there's that. But yeah, so. Well, everybody, it is Christmas Eve Eve. And Lauren and I want to wish you... Happy Christmas Eve Eve and Christmas Eve and Christmas. And or uh, whatever else you celebrate. And whatever else you, Hanukkah, it's already passed, but I hope you had a great one. Kwanzaa is concerned. coming up soon. I hope y'all enjoy it. Uh am I missing others? I don't know. Are there any other December what? time holidays? I, if there are more, I'd feel free to tell us, but I hope you have a great um, one. Sorry for not including you. That, yes. That's our bad. We didn't And know. if you don't um, celebrate anything, I hope you just get a break right now. Like, yeah, life is I hope rough. you enjoy just things being shut down and Yeah, I hope you just get and... to stay at home and, like, have a heated blanket and, like, yeah, have some dream. hot chocolate and put on your favorite show. That's like, the dream. I hope you get to take that's a nap dream, in the daytime. I'm gonna go do that after this. Actually, no, I'm not. I'm gonna cook dinner. Oh, Din, din. I am gonna upload and edit this I also podcast. 
got stuff to make rice krispie treats Ooh, homemade rice krispie treats are some of my favorite things in the entire world so will had never had a homemade rice krispie treat before like he'd only ever had the packaged ones oh they taste so much better he loved the packaged ones and i was like Babe, how can you like they're they're garbage compared to homemade? Yeah, once you like, eat a no, homemade one, different. And so I made them for him once. It is now his favorite thing, and he has been a particularly excellent husband lately. Like particularly oh. excellent. I mean, he's always been really excellent, but like you chose a good. That's a fine like, young gentleman. Fine. Young I said gentleman. that at work today, and so I was like, they're like, oh, he's been particularly excellent. And I'm like, yeah, he's probably going to get a promotion, and they're like. Uh, what does you get promoted to if he's already your husband? And I said, I don't know. Daddy, I guess. Daddy will. But one day, soon, maybe. Who knows? I'm not pregnant. Mom, if you're listening to this, I'm not pregnant. (laughs) Please stop asking me. Please let me be Auntie Bridget. My mom's asking me that, too. I don't even have a boyfriend. So I'm like, I... I she just I come home her, sometimes and is like, hey, you pregnant? Yeah, I don't I, I said today, I was like, I was telling her, I was sad that our family never, like, comes and visits our house. We always have to go visit my family, family's house, other places. And I was like, I love when our house is full. And I was like, I have many friends that tell me our house is very welcoming and homey. Um, and so she goes, without missing a beat, she was braiding my hair. Without missing a beat, she goes, well, then fill it up. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Wow, rude. Okay, I did. I try. Mimi gave me position advice for the best chance of fertilizing. I, I believe you did tell me that, eggs. and I think I purposely tried to dump that out of my brain because well, it just that, reminds me of welcome, the baby. of the movie The Proposal when she's like, "This is our baby making blanket," and like gives them that Afghan. Exactly that, actually, and like every conversation I have with any, there's a thing that happens when you are in your late twenties and are a married female, and that is that everyone that ever talks to you is going to ask you when you're having kids, or they will assume that you are a mother already. You know how many people at work assume that I have children? That's weird. That's weird so to me because I like many. have known you and Will since I was what twenty one. Yeah, I've known y'all since yeah. I was like. I think I had just turned Isn't 21 or I was 20 and now about. I'm about to turn 30. Yeah, yeah, I've known you for almost a decade now. Oh, that's so gross. You know, we were watching Spider-Man and this this really, really upset me. We were watching the new Spider-Man movie. No spoilers. I'm not going to say anything No spoilers. Here. You're safe. You're safe. Watch it. It's very good. It is. But we were talking about, uh, there's one point in it where it plays this very nostalgic music from the first spider-man and it hit me in the soul because i haven't watched that in years and so i was just like oh my gosh it's the like that just took me back 10 years it was like it took you back 20 years and i was like what yeah it's like yes the first spider-man movie came out in 2002 and i was like it did not and then he looked it up and he showed me and i have never felt so old in my life i was eight years old when that movie came out and uh i'm triggered i was 10 yeah oh i was 10 years crazy old. Yeah. yeah everyone assumes that i have children and um i definitely don't i it's i guess it's a compliment that they think i'd be a good mom sure. i would love to be making some babies right now so fellas if you're ready to be making some babies hit me up 
Just kidding. I can't even find a roommate for my apartment right now that I want to move into. So I would hey. move in with you if I wasn't already a roommate of someone else. It's so rude, William. I know, he got to live with you twice. That's not fair. I know, and he just gets to keep living with me forever. Ugh, it's like y'all signed a contract of love or something. But We did. Fellas, help me yeah. not be the single friend in all of our hangouts. <laughs> like, you're so good at it, though. I know, but I'm like, everybody's like, oh, Anthony's got work, or Crystal's got work, or Rachel's got the baby, or Shane's got to work, and Will's got to work, and Lord, and I'm like, well, I got Peggy I should go say hi to. Goodbye. <laughs> Peggy's my cat. That's my cat. Yes. Uh, anyway, we hope you have a restful few days. This will, We're going to yes. start releasing episodes on Fridays. Make a note, mental note, for all seven so of you listeners. You on Friday. Friday. And uh, Michelle, Sam, thank you all for being our loyal listeners. Uh, Fridays. Uh, and, you know, I want to give a special shout out to one of my old work children, Kaden. Yeah! We were on her Spotify wrapped on her most listened to podcast <laughs> and it really Kaden hurt me and your daddy of the week. Your daddy of the week. Kaden, Mama says you are daddy of the week. <laughs> I used to be mom. They got me so sorry, if you don't want to listen anymore, y'all can cut the episode Log off. off right we're, here, we're not talking about the anime anymore. Oh <laughs> uh, but they I had like this whole group of little server babies that I loved and I collected them when I worked at Evo and they we were all working there when the last Avengers movie came out Mm -hmm. and they went to Hot Topic and bought all of these rings that were the Infinity Stones and they gave me one and I still have it I still wear it all the time that's that's so cute you were like a part of like planet Earth's team like Captain Planet a little bit they're just all such, they're good kids. I hope they're, I hope you're doing okay if y'all ever listen to this. And I think about you often. Yeah, mom I loves you, kids. You. She says, go wow. get yourself. <laughs> Way to make that weird. I was being so genuine. Oh my gosh. Yeah, mom says, go get a, go get a pack of mob pearls and she loves you. Don't listen to Bridget. Um. Grandma, it's me, I was... Anastasia. <laughs> I got, I gotta, I gotta go make dinner. You're, so you're, you need to go to bed. Need you to need go to go to, to bed. bed. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, well, uh, anyway, we, we, we love, love anime, anime, and we love, and we you. love you. Bye.